Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Jabroni Drive. On this week's episode, Friday Night Smackdown, Cody Rhodes, The Rock, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania. There's so much to talk about, we don't even know where to start. Timmy, what do you got to say to all the Schmidt Lavellites out there? Everybody knows that listening to Jabroni Drive. Just too sweet. And when you're a jabroni, you listen to this show, you're a jabroni. I I love it. Jabroni Drive. Start you said now. I love that. I love how you said that. We don't even know where we don't even know where we want to start. I think we know where we want to start, Tom. We know exactly where we want to start, and it's where we start every week. And that's thanking you, the listener out there, for listening, following along, being on Jabroni Drive with us, Tom Avell, Timothy Schmidt, Jabroni Drive. Very exciting week for us. Over 500 followers now. We've got our first video wrestling video over a hundred thousand views very exciting and it just that's partly of, of of our stuff starting to hit more and more and we're putting more out there and it's hitting and hitting and also just what we're getting into we're full-blown wrestlemania season and we had a huge weekend this past weekend timmy i i mean i'm excited to get it going are you are you ready to 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 I mean, where do you, where do you think we should start? Is there something big that happened? Is there something maybe socially that people are talking about that that we should start with? Or oh. Tom, it's it's only what the entire world is talking about. The whole wrestling world has basically taken over. I mean, everything, and it's it's cool to be in the spotlight like this, but. I mean, there's website. The TMZ is covering it. It's it's going wall to wall, like where players that have no even inclination to be involved in wrestling are now covering it. It's like it's crazy, dude. It's it's unprecedented. And look, in my opinion, it's good. It's it's all great for what the WWE is, WWE is, and what they're trying to accomplish. And their goal is to be this is to be the greatest WrestleMania of all time. And I'm sure they're they're happy with the results and all the chatter and where it's headed. All right. So let's listen to a little bit and we're gonna jump right into it. Let's talk about the uh the promo with Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes on Friday night. So let's hear what, what Roman had to say first. There's Seth Rollins. Exactly, no pop. <laughs> that was a kill. That's a he said he's got the title. The title. <laughs> so I had to think about it. I'm like, didn't I beat everybody competing for that title? Doesn't that make all them my number twos? Shouldn't we call that the loser bracket title? And then he had the audacity to say that he was the guy. 
You can't be running around here for two years in your wife's clothes and say you're the guy. And then he wants to say he's a workhorse. But three months in, he broke his back trying to carry that show. <laughs> Let me ask y'all this. Do workhorses walk like this? Timmy, before we get going forward in that promo, I mean, Roman was killing it, dude. I mean, he was great. I love the laugh, the 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 rips on Seth. I mean, Seth took, took a, like, because he came out this week and he started his promo and he's like, that's a pop, that's a pop. And it's like, yeah, it was, you know, but Roman, Roman laid it in, dude. And it was, it was pretty good. And there was some concern by the HJB that maybe Roman buried Seth's title and I and I don't think that's the case I think no. he he fired his shots but you can't bury Seth's title he's done too good of a job carrying it and elevating that title there's cool there's again there's cool uh, dynamic between the shows now with Smackdown and Raw and they're just adding to that with you know what Roman says about Seth like oh he broke his back while trying to carry that show right so not only is a shot at Seth it's also shot at 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 Raw, right? Because you know Roman's obviously a a SmackDown wrestler, and it continues to add fuel to that whole thing where it's SmackDown versus Raw, which I hope is heading into a different direction. And that's a whole another story. Um, but <clears throat> Roman, this is one of the better promos I've I've heard him cut uh, since being back, and he's 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 notorious for all of his flubs on the mic. You know, that was probably the the hardest thing for him to turn around when he when he first, you know, really started getting to the limelight as a, a premier wrestler, getting the push that, you know, he wasn't very good on the mic. And yeah, this promo was probably one of the top five, top ten that I've I've heard uh since being back. He absolutely kills Seth, kills the title. Um you know, makes makes fun of him and kills him with the wives' clothes. Like it, it talks about really, the money. He did. We that wasn't in the clip. Yeah, but money, I yeah. work ten times less than you, and I make ten times the amount of money that you do. Yeah, and he, he just reestablishes dominance, right? And and basically walks it out. And then he also says, "I'm not going to beg you." And talking to Cody Rhodes about like, if you want to come wrestle me, then fine. Like, come pick me. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and. That's what I felt was like the difference between, uh, you know, Seth promo and Roman's promo is like Seth is almost he comes across groveling, you know, to Cody Rhodes, you know, wrestle me, wrestle me, and Roman's like, hey, dude, like I'm here, you know where I'm at, you know, let's if that's where you want to go, I've already beaten you once, you know, like, hey, uh, yeah, let's go, and and that's what like really kind of pushes me in the direction is that like again it, it brings me back to this point is like why are we even having this conversation about who cody rhodes is gonna pick right right and and then we find out on friday so. and we and and last week we talked about that we were like yeah all this stuff with seth that's all just you know there's there's no way he doesn't pick roman and one thing i want to talk about real quick before we get into all that stuff is the idea, and we've been very critical of Roman not being on a show, not being on a show, not being on the show. And then, boom, just like that, it's like, 
man, great promo. It. He's here, and it's just it's awesome. And it's like, you know, it's WWE. Like, he doesn't need to be on the show all the time, and it's just it's it's almost frustrating. But it just a tell, like it just shows that he can show up, and it means something within a couple weeks in one promo. And you know, and man, you, it's the number one thing. And there's so much that that's added to his presence too. And it's it's not just Roman, okay? Because he right. needs assistance too. Like it's the music, it's Paul Heyman, right? It's the bloodline behind him. It's also the commentators. Like, dude, Corey grows. Graves, when whenever he comes out, you can he he always says like the aura behind him, like it's yeah, and that's them. It's doing them doing their job of really selling it to the audience about like this guy is almost now a mythical like creature, like walking to the ring and like and Roman does a nice job with his mannerisms and the way he you know walks so he takes his time right, he raises the title, he does the ones thing, and it's all part of the production of what Roman Reigns is now. And they've done a really nice job with him. Now, do I think he's one of the greatest of all time? In my opinion, no, I don't think he is. I think he's he's up there. His title run's been great. But I just think that, like, there's been other wrestlers that have been better, better in ring, better on the mic. You know, he just has his presence. And it's just like a, in my opinion, it's just, look, I'm not going to go hot take on it. I think it's it's great that we're watching this. We're experiencing it right now. And maybe when all said is, all is said and done, maybe he will be one of the greatest of all time. But it just, I still don't see it yet. You know, I will say this. As far as the production value of a professional wrestler, I think Roman Reigns might be the second greatest of all time as far as pure like you just mentioned the music the entrance the 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 posse you know the his crew the, the whole pageantry behind them is is, is i think only one ahead of him is the undertaker it's like the undertaker's pat and 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 now roman reigns is i think maybe number two all time because it is like wow and his entrance last year at wrestlemania i remember thinking like is so big time. He's really, they've really done a great job of elevating that production. Like you mentioned, that pageantry is the best in the world currently. And it's, yeah. it's pretty awesome. So and what's that? No, no, I was just going to say Triple H towards the end of his career when he started coming out with all the Triple H games. too. Yeah. But I think Roman with the belts and the time, yeah. it maybe yep. has surpassed it. And it's, you know, that evolution, obviously. The guys didn't have it. Shawn Michaels had some great pageantry back in the day, you know, like, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the, it's, it's breaking. It's like cutting edge. It's the best in the business right now. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really, uh, it's added to his character so much. All right. So he talks all that stuff and, and basically, like you said, calls out Cody, Hey, if you want to fight for the B, the B title, you go ahead. I'm not going to beg you. If you want to fight for the, the title, the number one, I'm right here. And out Cody's music hits. And Cody, Cody Rhodes has some things to say. I want that title. Matter of fact, I'm moving my own goalposts. I want that title. I want everything. And I am coming for it. I am coming for you, Roman Reigns. But not at WrestleMania. 
I want. All right. So he says, I'm coming for you, but I'm coming for you, but not at WrestleMania. And that was a huge, everyone's like, what? Not at WrestleMania. And we're going to get into all that, but obviously he says that. And then he knows you very well. Tim, first and foremost, great job by Corey Graves calling that out and his yell and his the most electrifying man in entertainment, not sports entertainment, in all of entertainment. Mm -hmm. There is no denying that pop. That pop was huge. Like the place went bananas. I got out of my seat. I was pacing around. My son was there. We're both like, what i was like it's the i was like do you know who that is he's like it's the rock and i was like yeah and timmy it's exactly what we've wanted for the last six months we've teased oh SummerSlam, maybe the rock shows up so what's wrong with it what's what's going on i mean before you get it i mean what how do you want to say this tim uh, look we we were asking for answers right like we we got the the Monday Night Raw where The Rock comes out and he does his whole promo where he says when maybe he's going to sit at the head of the table, and for the longest time, well, since that happened, we're like, well, what does that mean? Like we didn't get any context on it. Like, does he was it because he's TKO? Is he sitting on the board of directors? Like we're trying to figure it out, and we finally get like this answer, and we're we're like, it's just so hard to really get behind it because his entrance into WrestleMania means that Cody has to take a backseat and we get that that message from Cody saying you know he wants everything that Roman Reigns has and it's not but it's not going to be at WrestleMania and you're just like dude you you're stepping aside for the rock like why like what you know, and like people are just so invested in this story since his arrival to the WWE. And, you know, the story is just excellent, too, because it, it's tied to Dusty Rhodes. His father has passed away recently. He's this all time great. And, you know, there's that that also the part of the story where Dusty Rhodes, he didn't really have a title for all that long. Right. And he never and had it, the WWE. Right. He had had the match. At Madison Square Garden, he won the match. They give him the belt. He yeah. holds up the belt. He's a new champ. But wait a second. He won via disqualification. Right, and they it take it away. A, and they take it away. So he was yeah. never actually the champ. He was the champ everywhere else he was. Right. And that's the, the title that's you know, eluded the Rhodes family, and that's what they've been after for all this time. And and to see a guy that you know is this Hollywood hero, right, he's – He's gone big time, right? And and just at the point, the pinnacle of where this story's finally going to culminate, you know, The Rock 
shows up and and now wants to to take on his his cousin at WrestleMania, like who's just so happens to hold the belt for the longest time, you know, in the in the most recent memory, right? It's just I don't even know what to compare it to, but it's just it's pulling on on every emotion from a a wrestling fan. And I think this is why you're getting the response that you are from the WWE universe because people don't know how which way to turn or what where to go. They're thrilled that the rock's back, but they hate that you know, Cody's now getting pushed aside, seeing punks hurt. Like it's just the WWE universe is in a state of emotion, dude. It's you know, and if I could add a little bit like another element to that. Not only did Dusty Rhodes never win the title. Look, he was in a competing territory at the time when Vince McMahon was taking over all of the territories, okay? And Vince took and put out all those other territories. He put them out of business and bought them and bought and sold it, whatever. And Dusty was a major competitor. His territory was major com- competition for WWF at the time. So when Dusty came over, it was a very humbling and a very humiliating thing for Dusty Rhodes. There's a character, the Million Dollar Man, who a lot of people say is loosely based off of Vince McMahon. And who was the Million Dollar Man's servant? The Million Dollar Man's servant was Virgil. Dusty Rhodes' real name is Virgil, okay? And there was digs done at him. He says he can get over doing anything. He can do it and. Vince put him in polka dots. He wore polka dots around, and he said, I'll still get over. His son then comes over, and what does he make his son do? Gold dust, this homoerotic character, very, very controversial back in the day. And Gold dust was over as a heel. I mean, was a major heel. Cody comes over, and he's kind of back in the good graces. He's been there for years. They get Cody, but then Cody ends up in the Stardust character, leaves. I'm just saying, there was a lot more to that story with dusty Rhodes and vince and the wwf and obviously with all this stuff coming out here who knows the humiliation that he felt coming there failing with his territory and now working for the guy that put him out of business it's a it's a i'm assuming it's a very emasculating humbling thing that you have to be there doing so that all ties in with this whole story and the i want to talk about the social media backlash Real quick. That's what I want to talk about first. So it's a crazy thing in that everybody, we all want to see Rock Roman. Everyone's been saying we want to see Rock Roman. Rock Roman, Rock versus Roman. And there's just, I think, on the way it was done. Now, was it done because CM Punk got hurt? Was it done because Vince McMahon is... Now, with all these legal issues, Brock Lesnar involved in all these legal issues. Is this all being done for that reason? And what what do you think of the social media outburst? I, to be honest, I'm not a fan of it, and I should be, but I just I just hate people bit like just shut up and let's see what happens. Okay. Like I, you know, people just want to, it sucks, it's awful, it's this and that. And we don't even really know yet. Yeah, I, and that's that's my biggest gripe with the whole situation. Like, look, everyone tries to scoop a story, right? They try to figure out. They want to be the first to know, um, and they want to put information out there. And my 
my thing is that every time I see, I get on Twitter, I see all these reports from all these different, like, you know, reputable, and I'm putting air quotes up, reputable, you know, wrestling uh, websites or writers or guys that are in the business that want to report on certain things and they throw shit out there and it, it just feels like they're just throwing it at the wall. There's like another report on, yeah, there's, you know, Vince, Vince Mc, like it's just, I, I'm not even going to get into every single one of them because I don't even want to give them credence or anything like that, but it's essentially just guessing what is going to happen. And every, seriously, it's like every hour, there's something else that's changing. Like, right. Uh, like, Triple H, you know, had this story written the whole time and he's heavily involved and this is a work and this is the, and it's just total guessing. And I just wish that, that it would just play out. Now I love when they can scoop, you know, who's coming back, who's transitioning from one promotion to another. That's cool. Right. I love when I, when I hear that stuff, but now to just start guessing what the storyline is going to be. Like that's for us, Tom. That's yeah, what we're right. supposed to that's do. That's what we that's, do. <laughs> that's what that's what talk shows are, are supposed to do. You're supposed to discuss it and see what makes sense and which direction would be fun. But like they're putting this out as like factual. Like right. they're putting these reports out as factual of like you know, so and so smiling in the back and this and that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, just it, it's it, it's just stop with it because I think that's what creates all this negativity too, because people see this stuff and they go, well, that's not what we want to happen. And then the hashtag starts like we want Cody and look, everybody wants Cody. That's he, that's why he's so over. He's the, he's the most over that I think any wrestler has ever been right now. I mean, he's getting chance. Yeah. And I, you probably are going to say stone cold. Yeah. I agree. Stone cold is, is the number one over wrestler of all time. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's undeniable, but right. Um, but Cody's, I mean, he's dude, he's pushing that level right now. I mean, he's getting chant after I saw a clip after Raw went, went off the air and, and they're chanting, We want Cody, and he addresses the crowd. And, and like, he's doing all these other things, like, just well, it's you know, hard where, to believe there's chance Rocky sucks yeah. in a arena right now. That's how over Cody Rhodes is that people are chanting Rocky sucks. I just hate the idea of a social like the twitter x universe the social movement say, dictating what's gonna happen in the storyline i want the storyline that they want to put out there yeah. and then we'll discuss it i'm not we're not here to change their storyline i think that's bullshit yeah. play the storyline how you've written and if it was written incorrectly we're gonna let you know like okay yeah. like for example the the we never got an explanation for the Brock Lesnar attack on Cody Rhodes. If this turns into us never getting an explanation, that's bullshit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So, mm -hmm. I I I just hate the idea. I would just hope, and I don't think they will, that the WWE and the creative would fold to the pressure of the social media of changing the outcome or whatever they have designed. I hope they have something planned. If this was a plan to, I mean, cause it's working, whatever it is, whether it's negative, positive, everyone, like you mentioned, is talking about WWE. Everyone's talking about WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes is as over as he's ever been. 
and you got Rock and Roman potentially at WrestleMania, I mean, can we be upset? I don't know. I guess, but it's not like it's not like the worst thing ever. Like I just don't understand the bait. Like just get over it. You know. Yeah, yeah I I do. So I'm gonna say here that. I think that what they are doing is is absolutely genius uh, if they're heading in this direction. Like, I just think that whatever this is, I think there is a plan. I think they're not just going to say, hey, listen, we're going to have Cody Rhodes win the Royal Rumble, and he's just not going to, like, cash in like he's, like, Damian Priest, right? Like, that's not how it's going to work. I think that they did have to pivot a little bit after CM Punk got hurt. Um and I'm not totally convinced that they 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 were going to put him in the main event uh, of WrestleMania, whether it was night one. It's probably going to be night one, but I'm not totally convinced there either. But I do think they did have to do a little bit of a of a pivot. Um, but they, I don't think they pivoted at the end of that match at, at Royal Rumble. Like, they no hey, way. Like, there's yeah. no way they did. Some yeah. people are saying that they might have. There's no way. Punk, first of all, he finished the match. Yep, and. He didn't know the ex- like the extent of his injury at that time, so right. there's no way to say it's not like he broke his leg and he's laying there. Shoot, now what do we do? Right. You know, he yeah. was still wrestling and still doing his thing to his credit. And who knows? Now there has been rumors: is that injury really a work? Now that would be genius if and if that is true. Major kudos to Punk on that promo because I bought hook, line, and sinker that he is injured. So if he comes out and he's like available and it was only like a minor injury and sold it, I would be that would well, be I, incredible. I saw a surgery video of him going under and like the whole deal, like where he was in the hospital. Like they're doing behind the scenes footage of, of his actual oh, okay. in, well, then. injuries. <laughs> <laughs> That'll probably um, be a really good uh twenty four seven they'll do and they'll post that on on Peacock coming up I'm sure. Uh yeah, but I I just think that the writing has been really good and you you know this Tom because we've talked about it every show that we do like we're very interested in um, in the storylines and they've kept this really like fresh. There hasn't really been things that we we were just unhappy with or. I mean, there's a handful of things that, that stick out, right? Like the Judgment Day stuff and, uh, right. and all that. Stuff. But this is just so – it's such a big deal. Like, this is the main event of WrestleMania, and it's their biggest show. I just think it would be so careless for them to to really cause all this drama, right, and not not ha- – just, just do it by the, the, the seat of their pants, right? I think there's just – this is too calculated – I think it's smart. I think now that they're they're in the shit, I think they're now realizing how much momentum they have and how they can play with it. And you're starting to see like the hashtags from some of the wrestlers, right? They're tweeting that out. I stand with Cody. Um, it looked like they were giving out like we want Cody hashtag signs at at uh, Roll on Monday night, um, and The Rock. Say what you will about The Rock. He cares too much about this business. He comes back often. He pays homage to all those that came before him. He's now financially invested big time in the WWE for him to take 
just a, a selfish stance and become essentially Vince McMahon and do it his way, right? To ruin whatever they're building over the course, whatever they've built over the course of the last two, two and a half years. I trust that with my heart. I believe that in my soul that, that this is just a, an excellent way of telling a story and building to WrestleMania. That's my opinion. Yeah. And they're not going to do something just like you're saying of the flying the WWE is not flying by the seat of their pants. They have a long-term creative writer in Rob Fee that's been working with Triple H for a long time who's done Marvel and Disney and all this other stuff and written it up. And The Rock just brought in his writers too. So there's a ton of creative minds in there and before the rumble was done, they said how are we going to do this? The Rock said back on day 1 that he was going to sit at the head of the table. They had a plan at that point to use The Rock. Okay? He's not just like, shoot, we'll just throw him in here now. That just that's just not how it how it works. So, what I think they're doing is they're trying to build this this new wave of WWE TKO that realistic L, like you, you see it with Logan Paul and Kevin Owens getting into the fight in the training facility, the press conference. I think they're trying to build the views on these press conferences. And the story with Cody Rhodes is, and his dad was in Madison Square Garden. And there's been a lot of talks. I think Bully Ray's talked about it a lot of the story, something with Madison Square Garden. And I'm wondering if it's possible that they're going to do a show from Madison Square Garden. Cody's not going to wrestle him at Mania. He's been promised the heavyweight championship match against Roman Reigns at Madison Square Garden on this date. It'll be $5 on Peacock. You can buy it to watch it. Something along those lines. Okay, because it can't be like... SummerSlam's at a stadium. You can't have it at Madison Square Garden anymore. The 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 major PLEs are no longer in Madison Square Garden. As great as it is, it's just they're they've outgrown it. They're too big. Yeah. So I'm I the the big question is now. The big question, and this is where they've got to hit a home run. Why did Cody Rhodes agree to this? What's his answer? And on Monday night, Seth comes out, calls him out. Cody comes out. He's about to answer. Drew McIntyre comes out and puts kind of a kibosh on the whole thing and squashes the whole thing. He's talking about what he should have done. And, he, and I loved it. And I love Drew McIntyre. And I wanted Drew McIntyre versus Seth. And what – do you have any idea why Cody Rhodes – is a, is allowing like do you have any like speculation any thoughts of why would Cody Rhodes do this why would he give up his WrestleMania spot Yeah there there is no good reason right like that's what we're trying to figure out and I, I mean I, I haven't even seen any speculation on on like Twitter which is crazy because they, you know they try to build up like all these all these storylines and try to figure them out, but uh, it doesn't, it, it, there is no sense behind it at all. 
And I, I, from day one, I've said that Cody needs to finish the story with Roman Reigns. Uh, it, it has to be at WrestleMania. I still think that's going to be true. I just don't. Um, I don't know why he would give up his spot, or if he even if he even is giving up his spot. I know he said at not at WrestleMania. Um, he said that. I mean, a lot of wrestlers say a lot of things during these during these uh, these times now, Tom, and, and a lot of it doesn't come true. Uh, I think. Uh, you know, in the next week, I think at this press conference, we're going to get some more stuff. I think Cody Rhodes is advertised again on SmackDown. It he's he's the boy, he's the guy right now, man. He's he's getting pushed in every direction. I just have no clue on where it goes. And then like you throw in like Drew Mack. I like how they're muddying the waters, right? So you bring out you know, in Raw, you bring out Rollins, and then Drew McIntyre gets involved, and then like Shinsuke, and it's like it's almost like they're trying to throw the scent off, right? Like people are trying to pick up the scent. Like, all right, like how can we, how can we really like kind of push them away from this whole Roman Cody thing? All right, well, let, you know, let's let's film a feature where you know, in a dark match that we don't film. Cody comes in the back and he gets hit by Shinsuke again. And then we'll we'll put him in another match with Shinsuke. And then we'll throw out Drew and then he'll beat him up. And it looks like that they're completely going away from the Roman Reigns thing because now Drew's involved and 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 like Shinsuke and and Seth Rollins. Now like are, are they gonna be involved somehow? So I think they're just trying to, to cloud it up a little bit, really, to kind of confuse the uh the audience and I don't know. Again, I don't know where it's going to go, but it's it's enjoyable for me. I I really like it. I know you want answers, and everybody want wants answers. We're going to get them in a month and a half. I just say enjoy the ride, man. I yeah, just... and that's part of the reason. And I've heard a lot of talk on these shows too, especially with the old older like the wrestling minds in this world. And we're talking like real minds in the WWE and in professional wrestling, guys that have been successful and sold and booked and been a draw the the and, and and this is a societal thing too this is our society they want everything now everything now everything now and you gotta let the story play out i mean they we couldn't survive back in the day watching professional wrestling where you have to wait and wait and wait and wait for everything to happen it just it would never happen and for and somehow wwe has been able to have Roman Reigns hold the title for this long and make it work. Look at where we're at and look at where we were. I'm telling you, it was the dark ages. It was god-awful. The, the title was changing all the time. The storylines were terrible. There were no storylines. It was just a car crash. It was just boom, boom. All you were watching was the crash. There was no real story. We've got story now. We've got questions. Why is this happening? What, dude, it's the best it's ever been. And if they fumble this, you're still getting Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. Okay. Cody's going to get his shot. He's going to finish his story eventually. It's all going to work out. I mean, it just. And it'll be better. It'll it's be gonna, better. It's going to be on their timeline, not on yours. That's the thing. Like, they're, they're going to pick and choose when these things are executed. They're not going to listen to some hashtag movement. It's gonna work out. It's I'm I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. And 
you got to get behind it and just let it let it breathe like a like a bottle of wine. You know, you pour that glass of wine, you don't whack it right away. You let it breathe a little bit, right? And sip it and enjoy it. And you know, yeah, savor this, okay? But you, you got to tune in, and you got to. And so WWE is doing it right. And part of some ideas, and I just want to throw out maybe some things like he's always it's always about the family and the story, and obviously, um, Gold Dust, aka Dusty or uh, Dusty Reynolds, um, you know his brother is with another company right now. It may I think his contract is coming to an end. Maybe there's some sort of agreement. If I do this, you're going to sign someone. It doesn't have to be his brother, but I want to bring this person in that you would never bring in. And you said, if I do this, you're going to let me bring in my brother. So I have my bloodline here now when we go again. You know, I'm, I'm just throwing out ideas. Like, why would he agree to this? You promised me the match at Madison Square Garden where my father didn't have the chance. You promised this. And so what I want to do this next week is I'm really going to try to go into sometimes there's there's little little nuggets, little stories, little hints in the past. And I want to kind of see the arc of Dusty Rhodes's run to the title cuz his took a couple years and he lost a couple times. And I wonder if there was ever a moment when he had to not take the title shot or someone else had to come along and see if there's something that ties in there. So Maybe a little homework for you out there if you're if you're listening. Maybe try to find it. And that's what's fun about being a professional wrestler is trying to figure out like where are they going to go with this? Could they do this? Could they do that? Maybe he wants to have the titles. Maybe he wants all the titles. Maybe I don't think Dusty ever won the Intercontinental. Maybe he wants the Intercontinental and he was promised that. I don't know. So we're gonna get some answers eventually, and I'm I'm gonna say. Me and Timmy both are very optimistic that they have a good plan and a good idea for what exactly it is they want to do, and it's going to be entertaining. Either way, we're getting Rock Roman, so that seems to be set in stone. All right, Timmy, I want to talk about real quick the women's division in on SmackDown and what I thought was an excellent promo Kind of everything's been overshadowed by this Rock Roman news. But I want to talk about the damage control promo with Bailey and how she talked to um, the members of damage control and everything that went down. I thought that was an excellent promo. I enjoyed it. We've both been digging Bailey's character for a little while now. And finally to have the turn and everything that went down with that, as predicted, um was pretty, I, I thought, very entertaining. Yeah, uh, I liked I liked how they did it in the back. Look, this was a, it was a slower burn for a little while, right? Like, we saw this. Again, this is a storyline, right? Look, it's not as impactful as your Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns story, but this had some length to it, this this whole damage control thing, where, you know, if, if this were... You know, Cody and Roman, you know, people or people be freaking out. Like, why isn't she turning yet? Like, we need answers. Like, what's going on? Yet, <laughs> True. Yet it's it's Bailey and damage control. So it just took a little bit more time. And and this is yeah, this is not a major character, but it's a major championship, right? It's 
it's Bailey who's who's been pretty dominant in the in the women's division over a course of you know her career. She's been a player uh, with those title with the with the heavyweight title for uh, in and out of uh, you know competitions. She's been you know like one of, one of those competitors for the title every year, um, and we see now her break away from from damage control. Uh, and yeah, not let's, by hear, let's hear what she had to say here out here on that promo. What does she what got you? <laughs> yeah, that's Japanese. I picked that up from all the times you guys talked about me behind my back. You guys think I don't see all around me? Do you know how long I've been in the WWE? I've done it all. I've seen it all. You guys talk about me constantly. Why? All I wanted was for damage control to be the best. All I wanted was to take this to the top, to WrestleMania, and I wanted to do that together. But you guys see nothing in me, do you? Huh? Eo, what happened? When you, me, and Dakota started this, we were like this ever since they came around. You turned your back on me. What happened? Oh my God! What? So that ensues a melee. She's attacked, and I. The crowd's behind Bailey. The the they're chanting for her. Very emotional thing. So the the fight breaks out, but Bailey has a trick of her own hidden, and and she does this. Oh my God! Bailey's got a pipe. Bailey must have known this was gonna happen. The Ultima Equalizer. So there's the shot there with Io with the belt and Bailey holding the pipe. The stare down. Great picture. Great cinema right there. The crowd's hot. They're loving it. Bailey grabs the mic. And about that announcement, Eo, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Yeah. All right, so people, that promo people was awesome. that, dude. People I loved it. it, and I, I, I've said this. I keep on saying that. Uh, I love Bailey as a as a face. I mean, she is just she's a much better face than a heel. Yeah, she's just people get behind her, and she she emotes very well. She speaks very well. Um, it's easy to get on her side, and it's honestly easier too when when you're talking about damage control the other members because I'm I'm not a fan of the other members too like they just don't do it for me. So to see her separate uh, is is going to be good, and it's going to. I don't really love Eo Sky in terms of her in the ring, um, but hopefully it's a, a good match at WrestleMania, and I see. I'll give you an early prediction here, Tom. I see Bailey winning the, the, the title. Oh, so you know what? We've talked about EO Sky in the past and how we don't feel like she's elevated that title. And I would say in that group, in that faction, she might be the fourth member, like the fourth least important member in that group, which is crazy if she's the world champion. So, Please put the belt on Bailey soon. Um, Bailey is a great face. 
Uh, the crowd was behind it. I like the 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 turn. I will say I feel like she could be a great manager later in her career when her when her wrestling's done and like almost has that personality of like a Jerry Lawler slash Bobby the Brain Heenan kind of like funny heel that just says like like the ridiculous thing you know that you're like how could you say that so I do enjoy Bailey in that aspect of her heel work but it's just it's it's all fun you know. Another big thing with me on this was she's not facing mommy. I didn't want to see Bailey versus mommy. I want Rhea Ripley to fight someone else. And let's talk about Rhea Ripley and Nia well, Jax. Real, real quick, yeah, Tom, before okay. we go any further, I just noticed something, Tom, um, uh -huh. while, while we're talking. There's not a single belt that's being held really by a face. I mean, except for rollins really i mean every single bell is being held by a heel right now yeah it's kind of crazy don't you think that is kind of crazy now some people might argue that mommy is a face but you know that's uh she plays a bad character but she's over you know oh, she's, yeah i mean but I mean, in terms of her her style she's technically a heel like yeah. she's a lot she's, of bad people are holding the titles yeah, so maybe maybe this is when we start seeing the turn, right, of all the titles. Like every the faces start really kind of start start to overcome and overtake you know those divisions because Logan Logan Paul is a, you know he's he's essentially a heel, yeah. right? Like um, he's definitely know, a heel. Judgment Day heels heels. Right? They're the tag yep. team titles. Gunther heel, Roman heel, EO heel, Mommy yep. heel. Yeah, everyone but Seth Rollins is a is a uh, is a heel. So that's interesting. I didn't even really think about that, but you know they say the money's in the chase. So whatever. Um, all right, but so I want to talk about Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax. I've really enjoyed that feud, and the thing I've enjoyed about it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, Tim. I'm going to say it here. They've been laying it in. All right. They've, uh, it's been hard hitting. I mean, that bonsai drop by Nia Jax is vicious. The leg drops. I think this has been well done. Her attacks on Rhea have been realistic. They look good. They look like they hurt. She's beaten her up. And something that we haven't seen, Rhea's been very dominant. And for her to be getting beat down like this is like, Whoa, and they've really done a good job. A lot, a lot of bad talk about Nia Jax coming back into the WWE. But let's give her and Rhea some credit for build. Like I'm in, I'm anticipating this match. Like I'm I'm looking forward to this match with Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Yeah, and the way the style that they're doing this, this build is is pretty cool because. That's not pretty cool, but I, I think it's calculated because mommy is really more dominating the the mic, right? She's the one that's really doing most of the talking. And I think less of Nia Jax on the mic is better, but her assaulting mommy is really pushing this this to a whole different level, right? Like you're getting the chatter from from Rhea Ripley, but you're getting really the action, most of the action from from Nia Jax, which has given her a lot of credibility um, as 
you know, a legit threat to to the title because I mean Nia Jax was was pretty much a laughing stock for you know majority of her time in WWE. She's really really established herself as a force, the irresistible force. Ooh. Um yeah, within, within the women's division. More like the immovable object. <laughs> but it's been really cool to see her, uh, you know, really impose her will on mommy, which not a lot of people have done. So that really does give her credibility, like when she's attacking her and she's getting the upper hand for the most part in all these encounters. And uh, it's been a nice build. It's going to be hopefully a good match. I, I don't know if they they – they take that strap off of mommy yet, but uh, you know, it, it's giving me a lot of anticipation towards that match normally than, than I would, I really wouldn't have any anticipation towards this, but the way they built it really kind of, you know, I, I now have my eye kind of, you know, yeah. Looking out the corner of my eye. I'm like, okay. All right. We got yeah. something. Hey, yeah. So I will say this, like, I don't know in, you know, when Nia Jax was first into the company, I wouldn't say she was a uh, a laughing stock. She kind of went out poorly, and Becky Lynch has portrayed her as someone that injured someone, and there were some injuries that she, like, she was, I guess, sloppy, but I always thought she was, like, a good force back in the day when she first came in. There was some injuries of her own part, her knees, and then she was, um, she hurt some other people, kind of left on a bad note people didn't really care for her um and that was like a social push but i i thought nia Jax, especially early on in her career was a pretty pretty decent you know she's big she's powerful and was believable she was good enough that they put her in a men's royal rumble that doesn't happen for a lot of women and she's you know she's she's she was a little better than they led on to to believe but had some issues with her own injuries and obviously hurting other wrestlers. So that's something you got to be definitely careful with. And I think like, I feel like socially people jumped on that bandwagon of hating Nia Jax, if that makes sense, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, the next thing I'd like to talk about is the guy that we love, you know, I believe it was our wrestler of the year, just, incredible every week and this week i think we both mentioned and said to each other like wow this guy really even took it to that next level and i'm talking about the ring general gunther let's let's hear a little bit of what gunther had to say in his promo he comes out 600 days as intercontinental champion obviously the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time and He's got a lot to say. Interrupted by Jey Uso, then him and Jey Uso have words back and forth. Let's take a listen. But when I beat you, I'm going to beat you worse than your own family ever did. I'm going to beat you so bad that you wish yourself back to the good old days where people couldn't tell you and your brother apart. Oos. 
Now, Jey Uso's not going to be disrespected. He takes Gunther down, and of course, Kaiser and Finchie, the henchmen from Imperium, all over Jey Uso. All right, so Gunther came out, and he talked a ton of trash, and I, I frankly, I loved it. I liked the way he dealt with Jey Uso. Jey Uso is over. I'm loving this matchup. When will we get Jey Uso versus Gunther? I'm assuming that's going to be at Elimination Chamber. And I think in the next week or two weeks, I don't know if it's been announced, Timmy, maybe you've seen it, but I think we're going to get six-man tag match. You're going to have the New Day with Jey Uso going against Imperium with Gunther, and that's going to be leading up into our Elimination Chamber. Now, I've heard rumors that Gunther can't, go into Australia, his visa or his passport does not allow him to do that. So I'm not positive if that's actually the case, but I've heard those rumors, which would mean that the Jey Uso Gunther match would have to happen on a Raw or wait till WrestleMania. Yeah, I just think that they have plans. I've been on this for a minute that it's going to be Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso at WrestleMania. I think that's going to happen. I think whether that's going to be with the belt or without the belt on the line, like I think it, it would make sense for me that that Jay Uso finally, because I believe that Gunther needs to get pushed into that main event, uh, not the main event, the um, the heavyweight title comp into that fray, right? I think he needs to be up there with. Drew and all these other guys that are contending for the world heavyweight championship, right? I think he needs to be there. Um, so at some point here in the next two months, I, I believe Gunther loses that title. And whether it be the Jey Uso, I think that would be a perfect fitting. And then and then him and Jimmy are wrestling on the grandest stage of them all for a belt, the Intercontinental Belt at WrestleMania. I that would be epic, I think. Jimmy and Jay for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Is there any chance, and we've talked about The Rock earlier, is there any chance that this turns into a family fight with Rock, with Jay, against Roman and Jimmy and Solo and someone else involved that way? No. Yeah. Now... I, I I just feel like <laughs> that. Well, I didn't know. Like there ha there would have to be another member of the USO family, the the Anoa'i family, to to be involved in that match. So it couldn't just be two on three. But I just feel like if they're gonna have the Jimmy J match, how are they gonna put those two together? Yeah, I guess they're on different shows, but. I mean, there could be a build-up. Like, they, look, there's – they squared off at Royal Rumble. They were the first first two entrances. We saw such a, a vibe and a reaction from, from that crowd. Right. It's hard It's hard to, to deny. And, again, I don't know if they'll, they'll throw a belt on the line at all. But, you know, there's times where matches are just thrown together just to, you know, to see, right? Like, and they have enough – background them too where yeah they've they've have all this history together where 
they could start throwing some nuggets together. But it looks like Jay Uso and Guther are going to start obviously feuding here, or there's going to be a match at, at some point. Just you got to figure out when that's going to be. And um, if that gets pushed to, to WrestleMania, that'd be, that'd be strange, but cause I think they, they need to do that sooner. But um, I, just the Jimmy Jay Uso thing just feels like a WrestleMania match to me. Absolutely. But I'm wondering, especially in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, two brothers going against each other. They've talked about, that being a dream of theirs is is wrestling at WrestleMania. I wonder if it won't be for another year. You know, we might not get that until they might be separated until the following year, and then all of a sudden it comes comes together. Who knows? There's a lot of questions with that. And I, I just they need Gunther to have a match at elimination chamber i mean are we going to get one eventually you know it's it seems to be waiting it looks like they're putting Sami Zayn and shinsuke nakamura together too it seems like it looks like and i guess let's go right into the end of raw you have cody going against shinsuke nakamura in that bull rope match mm -hmm. out comes drew mcintyre at the end of it attacks cody he's beating him down here comes the save and this was off the air Sami Zayn runs in and him and Cody are fighting Drew McIntyre and Shinsuke. And like you said, muddying the waters there. We could be getting Drew McIntyre versus Cody at Elimination Chamber. And then I think a nice move would be Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke. And you have Sami win and kind of let's see how he can build up his character again. I thought the promo video with him, the interview, was done really well. And him talking about how... He is a main event. He wants to win the championship, and he's always great in the ring, and he's great at telling a story. So maybe that's his his step forward. Do you like that matchup, the McIntyre and, and Cody? Uh, yeah, I, it's just so it's so strange, man. I really because they just throw Shinsuke back in. We thought we were done with that. It, it, it just they keep on just keeping us guessing and i love that but it just it doesn't make sense why why drew right now like he's turning into the all-time heel but why is he now getting involved where like i mean is this their answer to to pushing cody off into a different direction right is bringing in drew or is drew now like drew's lobbying for a shot at the title at WrestleMania versus Rollins. So now it just doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like muddying the waters now, like Pierce, he's talking to Pierce in the, in the back and going like, Hey, I need my shot. And he's like, you're tell me, tell me how this makes any sense. Like it doesn't make any sense. How am I going to give you a shot at the title? You already lost three times, you know, does that turn into the triple threat match that is traditionally at WrestleMania, does it turn into Seth, Drew, Cody, triple threat, or, oh, I don't know. Who knows where that's going. All right. But, I mean, Seth versus Drew, or a Cody versus Drew will be an incredible match. Those two are two of the top in the biz right now. On mic, in-ring, characters, just top-notch. I still think we're getting Cody at WrestleMania. I, I think Cody Roman at WrestleMania is still a possibility. I really do think that's true. All right. 
we will see. Um, last thing before we go, there's been rumors, and it seems like more and more signals are coming out that we might be getting a signing and a new member to WWE that would be Mr. Okada, the Rainmaker from New Japan Pro Wrestling, free agent. This past week, they had the money flying in the air, making it rain. Tim, this R-Truth storyline, he's back again. He was jumped in yet again. Is this is this leading to something? Are they going to have this lead to something? Or is this just, I don't know, for entertainment? Because it is entertaining. I do laugh when R-Truth comes out and he makes me, he, do, he is entertaining for sure. But like, is this a tease or is this just something that's happened? Um, I, I just think it's fun for the moment right now. Like, we thought we were done with it last week. We keep on thinking that it's over with, and it, and he just keeps on reappearing. And um, he's the I funny it, version of Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like this this week's appearance was way better than last. I thought it, I thought it was done well this time, uh, where he interferes in a match, and then at the very end, it seems like it was done on purpose. It seems like there was yeah some intent there by our truth instead of him just being like, Oh, I don't know how I did that. How'd that happen? Um, yeah. Cause him and Miz are up on the, up on the, uh, walkway celebrating together. And, um, where in the past, like he just acts like he doesn't know what's going on and how it, how it happened. So, um, it feels like they're, they're, he's trying to be that, that force that divides the, the, the judgment day, but they just laugh at him. So I, I just don't know if it has that impact that they're looking for. All right. That's going to bring us to an end. Timmy, did you like the decision to have DIY win the tag turmoil match there? The Fatal Four tag. They will be facing now Judgment Day for the titles. Uh, I mean, they just had the shot at the titles. I don't know why they, they, they brought them back. It looks like they're getting a, a little bit of a push. I thought the easy choice here would have been... Um, Julius Creed and yeah, you know, the brothers, the Creed brothers. I thought that would have been the spot where they would have went with, but it just—I don't know—it just didn't make sense for me. But hey, they are pretty good together. They're fun in the ring to watch. They do—they're—they're they're fun. So let's see how it plays out. Yeah, it should be an interesting match. They—they they can put on a show. Maybe they're the ones that take the belts off of. Judgment Day, will they elevate the titles? We'll see. Because they can put on a show. I like me and you are both on board with the Creed brothers. Julius Creed is a freak. I feel like his timing was a little bit off in the ring this past week. And uh like his 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 yelling and stuff like that. Like he you could tell he was kind of waiting for that next move on a couple things. That's very, very critical. Very, very critical stuff by me. So nothing to be too alarmed about. Timmy, we did it yet again. Another episode. I think we solved the Rock, Roman, Cody situation. Is there anything you'd like to say to all the Schmidt and Lavelleites before we sign off? When you're a jabroni, you're a jabroni for life. Until next week, we love you. <laughs>